0: Welcome to Hobby News Daily, your source for sports news, collectibles, and all items hobby related. Follow on all podcast platforms or on hobbynewsdaily.com along with all your favorite writers and content creators. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show.
1: Welcome to the Friday, May 13th edition of Hobby News Daily Morning Minute, brought to you by our friends at Underdog Collectibles. My name is host Mike Jokum. Hope you guys are doing well. Each Friday we are going to switch it up going forward, guys, and bring you everything you might have missed throughout the week. It will be one mega episode of the first couple days combined going forward. It's just a little intro to make sure you guys know what to expect going forward. I am going to pause for a second and give you guys a replay of everything that has already happened. Welcome to the Monday, May 8th edition of Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. I am your host, Mike Chokum. Hope everybody had a good weekend of sports, the Sixers, with a thrilling overtime victory today here in Philly. The Kentucky Derby yesterday was a nice nice run there. But without further ado, let's dive right into releases this week. i will start there this time. May 10th, which is Wednesday, features... Donruss Baseball, Top Sterling Baseball, 2022-2023 Donruss Optic Basketball, and 2022 Donruss Optic Football. The 12th has Donruss NASCAR Racing, and that is it for the week. The 17th next week, and as four or five more, there's still five, six, seven, eight, nine, about 12, 13 more things that come out this month with a three, a couple TBA releases, TBA releases right now for the month of May are 2022 Topps Renaissance MLS, Tops Finest Overtime Elite Basketball, and Leaf Trinity basketball. One of the highlights in football releases over the last couple weeks and every year is the contender's optic football hobby. A little bit of a breakdown for you guys now that it is out and released. It is a really nice card, as usual. There are two autographs per box on average in a hobby box. This year's cover is George Kittle and Mr. Irrelevant of 2022 Rock Purdy. Let's dive right into it here. It's the standard design that you've seen over the last couple of years with some really cool inserts. The one I'm looking at on my screen is a John Elway Kind of shaped almost like a helmet and a football sort of combination there. There is, you know, the standard gold parallels. There's autographs, rookie autographs this year are stickered. Not that it's a problem. There's also some on-card autographs. There's a Garrett Wilson, rookie of the year contenders. Rookie auto on-card. The boxes sell for about 260 to 300 And... In addition to hobby boxes for around two hundred and fifty to three hundred, where you can get all your rookies and favorite stars, plenty of autographs, all the numbered cards that are that you would have expected over the last couple of years are still the same. So not too many changes to the actual product, which is nice, so you know what to expect every year. But there are also international blaster boxes that you can get on eBay for about ninety dollars. Plenty of international boxer blasts available. You can get tons of stuff, blaster boxes. You can get blaster boxes and breaks on the international boxes on here. Plenty of different things. Right now, the standard Hobby Box eBay listings are about $300. And if you're looking at some specific cards, a George Kittle, not George Kittle, Brock Purdy, rookie base, Optic Contenders is $50. I don't know about you guys. Just to give a little personal input here, I know Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. I'm not spending $50 on a base rookie card of Brock Purdy. And I'll go look at one autograph here. Panini Contenders, Christian Watson, variation rookie red number to 50 autograph for $80. That's not too bad. I think he could be a good player. Chris Olave, also $80 for a base rookie. I'll leave it there. Let me, guys know, let, let, let me know what you guys think. Are you a Contenders fan over here? I know I am. We'll look at some auction trends over a bunch of cards here. First thing that popped up on my list is Pokemon. I am not going to go there because I am definitely not a Pokemon expert. Okay, I'm going to start with this one because it's on the high end and he's having a great playoff so far. National Treasures... Jason Tatum, rookie patch autograph number 299. It's a 9.5 BGS, up 12% in the last month for a cool $32,000. Obviously, that one is well out of our range here. Okay, Topps Chrome F1 2020, which is the first year of the Topps release for Formula One. Lewis Hamilton base Sapphire Edition. Sold for $152, which is up 300% over the last month. Maybe the effect of Formula 1 coming to the United States this past weekend and the hype surrounding that over the last couple weeks. I will also give you guys some notes here on an Emmett Smith. Let's look at something old school here. 1990 Emmett Smith, tops traded PSA 10 sold for $149.99. That's a one-month change of positive 6%. Not too bad for a for a card. I know some of these older football cards especially don't seem to be getting too much love. A Miles Garrett 2017 Prism rookie card. PSA 10 sold for $100. Uh, earlier last week, 56% positive growth in the last month. That's pretty good for Miles Garrett. Is anybody buying Miles Garrett and Cleveland Browns out there because I mean, I'm not a fan so I wouldn't, but I'm curious if you guys are. And we'll look at two more here and we'll we'll wrap things up for this Monday morning. And again, guys, thank you to our friends at Underdog Collectibles for their continued support each and every episode. They are a fantastic group of people. Sean Kemp, PSA 10, 1990 Fleer with that epic shot of him, arm stretched out as he's going in for a dunk, sold for $112.50 on Friday. That is a 225% increase in the last month. That's pretty epic. I don't know what's going on with these older basketball cards and older football cards, but they are definitely way up right now, which is really cool to see. And let's end with some hockey. My – Favorite sport, the Montreal Canadiens rookie young guns Jesper Kotkaniemi. (laughs) Easy enough to say. PSA ten sold for fifty five dollars on Friday. That is up seventy one percent over the last month. It is down a little bit. No, that is the that is the most recent high. It has come down already today. One sold for $45, but he is going to be a very good player for a long time. But since I have hockey on my screen here, we're going to add one more in last second. Since his Florida Panthers have gone up 3-0 in the second round against the Toronto Maple Leafs, Matthew Kachuk, Young Guns, 2016 upper deck. PSA 10 sold for $177 on Saturday, May 6th. That's just under 30% up in the last month, and is close to a high in the last 90 days, roughly. If I'm you guys, Matthew Kachuk, at $177 is a great deal on a PSA 10 Young Guns. I'm definitely buying that one. Well, I hope you guys had a good weekend. Again, make sure to check out HobbyNewsDaily.com. The site has recently been updated. The guys are doing a killer job on it. Adam will be back on Tuesday. I'll be back on Wednesday. We'll take up whatever news we can. Maybe I'll do some more diving on auction trends, which is something I really enjoy seeing the data behind that. But you guys enjoy collecting those cars, and I'll talk to you on Wednesday.
0: What's up, everybody? It's Adam. Thank you for tuning in to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Tuesday, May 9th, and today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Underdog Collectibles. Make sure you go check out their site. All the links will be in the episode description. The first topic I have on the show today is going to be the announcement that Bronny James is going to be going to USC next year, I believe. Uh, Obviously, you probably at this point, you probably know that Bronny James is LeBron James' son. He, I think there was a bit of a controversy to be completely honest with his cards over the past few, like, not like year, probably like six months because. At the industry summit, Tops announced that Bronny was going to be signing an NIL contract. And then he was going to be in Tops Chrome, uh, the All American Tops Chrome, the McDonald's All American. And then this year's McDonald's All American Tops Chrome comes out, and he's not on the checklist, he's not in the product. And I think it, I, I did see a little bit of not like a conspiracy, but I, some people were saying that Tops should have been more specific with the announcement of when Bronny was going to have that card in there, uh, because I, I bet you there was a lot of people that saw that, oh, he's going to be in all American Tops Chrome coming up. Uh, And people probably assumed that he was going to be in the one that's, you know, after the announcement happened. It was probably like a week or two after the no, it's probably like probably like a month or so. But either way, people probably thought that it was he was going to be in it because the announcement came out, which granted tops never really necessarily came out with like a full announcement. It was just kind of uh, talked about at the tops industry summit. So you know, it really is kind of it happens in sports cards sometimes where you see one thing and it kind of leads to another thing. And in in retrospect, we probably should have assumed that if Topps is making the announcement and the product that he's that and people think that the product that he's supposed to be in is coming out in like a month or two that they had just signed him to the NIL contract. We probably should have figured realistically that he wasn't going to be in that upcoming product. So and it's either going to be next year and then probably some Bowman Chrome products because it, tops has started to come out with that and actually that's going to get into uh, the second topic that I have today so like i just mentioned the second topic i have on the agenda today is going to be the bowman uh inception uh for basketball there was a checklist that was announced and there was supposed to be in may when they originally um when they originally announced that there was going to be a bowman chrome u basketball set this year that was going to have licensed uh licensed players because they came out with a set last year but it wasn't licensed and um you know so it probably didn't do as well uh uh, as as maybe this year's is going to be, but the so the Bowman Chrome the tops U Bowman Chrome U basketball that actually got pushed back because that was supposed to come out in May is what they said, and the new official date that I've seen is like the first week of June. Uh, but the announcement essentially is that in the Bowman Inception that's coming out soon, there's going to be Victor Wembanyama and Caitlin Clark autographs in that product. So. If I it, it, honestly, it may be something where I just said that I'm reading between the lines. And I said maybe we shouldn't do that, but maybe there's going to be some Victor Wembanyama cards in this Bowman Chrome U set. If he's going to be in Bowman Inception and there's a product coming out afterwards, maybe that's why it got pushed back. Maybe they got word that it was going to be that he was going to be in the product potentially. Uh, I don't know for sure since that got pushed back. We're just seeing the Bowman Inception uh, checklist now, and both of them have autographs. You're also going to see like Alicia Boston, uh, who was the first overall pick in the WNBA draft a couple weeks ago. So that's going to be a pretty interesting product. And like I said, with the checklist being out, I would imagine a lot of the names that are on the autographs and the regular base checklist. Those are probably also going to be players who are going to be in the Bowman U, uh, the Bowman Chrome U set that comes out uh, in in June at some point. The last topic I have on the agenda today is going to be another prospect. Uh, actually, Connor Bedard. The NHL draft lottery happened last night, and to you know i guess it's not really a necessarily surprise because no one really saw it coming because it is like the draft uh is a draft lottery so uh but a lot of people assume that columbus was going to be getting the first pick i think they had the highest odds to get that first pick so you know i think i saw ryan card collector too unfortunately with a Blue Jackets, uh, Bedard Jersey on Instagram the other day. and Unfortunately, the Columbus Blue Jackets are actually going to be getting the third pick. The second pick is going to go to the Anaheim Ducks. And then the first pick is going to be going to the Chicago Blackhawks, which if we're talking hockey cards, that's probably the... I would say that is one of the best situations that he could have been in because of how diehard that fan base is. Like we saw them kind of be a for like a a um, dynasty over, you know, the early, early 2010s ish. Like, the you know, they beat my Bruins, unfortunately, one of the years, which it was funny because my uncle is actually a Blackhawks fan. So, uh when they were playing each other, there was a friendly family rivalry that was going back and forth. He's from Chicago. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely cool to see, uh, that uh, Chicago is going to be getting a huge prospect and maybe this is an opportunity where they're going to be resetting the franchise a little bit. I don't know exactly what their, their full plan is for the team, but I mean, to get Connor Bedard, who, I would say a lot of a lot of people are saying that he's going to be like the next Connor McDavid, the next Sidney Crosby, the next Austin Matthews, like he he is supposed to be the next prospect of all prospects when it comes to hockey. So you're going to see his cards and you're going to see him playing in a huge hockey market, which I think is going to be really great for his cards. Unfortunately, we did see a little bit of a change when it came to the configurations of the young guns cards from the series one set next year so i'm wondering if they're going to change that or if that was a mistake or what what they're exactly going to do about it because unfortunately if you are going to be buying the hobby boxes there's going to be 50 less cards in the hobby boxes because it used to be i believe it was uh, it was 190 cards, which I think broke out to 12 packs. I think it broke out to eight packs of 12. And now they're doing 12 packs of 12 cards, which I forget if that's the exact configuration, but I know that essentially the amount of packs versus the amount of cards in the packs has changed and it brought the total number of cards again in the box from around 190 down to 140. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that Series 1 product, especially now that we know Bedard is going to be in such a huge market like Chicago. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed, hit us up on socials at Hobby News Daily on Twitter and Instagram and let us know what you thought about today's episode. Also, make sure to check back to HobbyNewsDaily.com because our site has officially launched and our wonderful staff of writers are publishing articles new every single day.
1: Welcome to the Wednesday, May 10th edition of Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. I am your host, Mike Jokum. Hope you guys enjoyed Adam's episode yesterday, and I hope in advance you enjoy Adam's episode tomorrow. Uh, today and every day is brought to you by our friends at Underdog Collectibles. Make sure to continue to show them the love and support they show us each and every day. Let's dive right into it here. I guess kind of the big news that came out the other day is DraftKings. Kings. It looks like they're going to be starting some breaking on either their website or, or the app bid on tickets for a 2018, 2019 Panini Prism basketball box break containing highly sought after cards is what their tweet says. The auction started on the 8th and goes through Thursday, the 11th at 6 PM Eastern. So we shall monitor that for things to come. the, article itself mentions physical trading card pack breaks, so we should see more things than just that. They have a whole actual schedule available on the website there. I will put that link in the podcast episode description if you want to check it out. I don't know if you guys are DraftKings users, but that is what I use to do my $2 sports card bets here and there. Next up, it was believe a few days ago but major league hall of famer vita blue passed away over the weekend i believe kind of looking at some vita blue cards that might be of interest to you guys if you are vintage collectors out there this is not my area of expertise but a 1970 tops number 21 is the rookie stars for the athletics vita blue is up top Catcher, I'm probably going to mispronounce the last name, Gene Tenace, is at the bottom. The 71, tops number 554, where he's kind of waving at the camera. 1972, tops number 92, A-L-E-R-A leaders, that would be Vita Blue, Wilbur Wood, and Gene, Jim Palmer. 74, number 290, Vita Blue, smiling in the direction of the camera in that crazy yellow Oakland A's uniform. We will wrap that there. So plenty of things you can find on him. I have vintage collectors out there have more. I'd definitely be kind of curious to see what everybody thinks. Moving on. It was a couple months ago where a man stole $185,000 in sports cards with his brakes company. Ohio Breaks LLC. Well, the civil action was filed against him by Mama Tried Sports Cards LLC. It has now gotten into bankruptcy as of earlier yesterday. It is going through the Ohio court system, so that is something we will monitor. She uh, Mama Tried Sports Cards is trying to regain money from sports card boxes that she bought for jason leibold from four hit four breaks where it looks like he was kind of opening them for his own personal pleasure maybe and not doing it for business purposes so again we'll monitor that and see what's going on that's all we've got for this morning guys again adam has it tomorrow i'll be back on friday we'll look at releases for next week or maybe the second half of the month we'll we'll see how much there are and you guys enjoy collecting those cards and remember redemptions and packs always suck
0: What's up, everybody? It's Adam. Thank you for tuning in to today's hobby news daily morning minute. Today is Thursday, May 11th, and today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Underdog Collectibles. Make sure you go check out their site. All the links will be in the episode description. To start off the episode with a quick update from something that I talked about on Tuesday's episode, I talked about the Bowman Inception checklist that uh, Caitlin Clark and Victor Wembanyana were officially confirmed to be on uh, in the past few days. There have been a few updates to that. Uh, The image, the card image of Victor Wembanyana and Caitlin Clark's uh, Inception cards have been released. But I think probably the bigger news that's tied to Victor Wembanyama is going to be the Bowman Chrome U card that uh, a few people tweeted out. I think I saw it first from uh, GTS. Uh, they tweeted out the image. I'm assuming that's because some of the distributors are starting to get images from tops. Uh, it is also an autograph card, so that means he's going to have autographs in that set. I speculated that was the reason why they were pushing back the product. Over overall, uh, the Bowman U basketball product that they were pushing that back because they were trying to get uh, Wemben on the checklist. I mean, I think the early promotion of it uh, came out during the NCAA tournament and early promotion of it used a lot of the college athletes. But I, I mean, I think, to be honest, the the opportunity to get Victor Wembanyama in there, it makes me think that it was a later edition, which is then obviously making me think why it was then why the product release date was pushed back because the original promotion said it was coming out in May. Uh, then I saw some early May dates, which if it was just the. Uh, just the college players, that would make sense. I don't necessarily know. Uh, maybe the product team and the social media team weren't on the same page of when the product was supposed to come out or if they if maybe there was it was a little bit under wraps of Victor Wembanyama being in that product. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Where maybe the disconnect was, but either way, you know, that Bowman Chrome U product is going to have a Victor Wembanyama first Bowman card from his French team, and like I said, the image that I saw also had the autograph, so I would imagine that would mean that he's going to have a Bowman Chrome, a first Bowman Chrome Superfractor coming out of this product. So you know, it's definitely obviously something that I've got an eye on, and it's going to be something that I think collectors are really going to be looking into over the next few months. The second topic that I have on the show today is going to be Beckett announcing on LinkedIn that Kevin Isaacson is going to be their new CEO based on this LinkedIn post. It looks like he has 25 years plus experience working at places uh, like uh, Sports Collectors Digest, uh, Donruss and Playoff, and then he worked in e-commerce. Looks like he works for worked for eBay. Um, I had an interesting conversation uh, uh, with Logan from NASCAR cards and then also. So uh, Rich Klein, uh, he we were on Hobby Hotline this past week, and we were kind of talking about the CEO and what we thought was going to happen. If And I've raised the question, do you have to be into sports cards to be a successful C-suite executive, you know, a CMO, a CEO, a COO uh, for a sports card company? And I was surprised, you know, we went around, and I, I thought it was kind of a necessity. I mean, I think it's the – I think the – Uh, pool, I guess, of candidates that would be in that C-suite executive, but also into sports cards, to be honest, it's probably pretty small. Uh, And I I think it was either Rich or Logan that brought up the point that they don't necessarily have to be into sports cards, but the collecting aspect of it is probably a little bit more important than necessarily being specifically in sports cards, because the collecting aspect of your background, you know, there are, especially with our industry, there's so many different ways to do it that the collecting aspect and understanding collecting is probably more important than necessarily being in sports cards specifically. So, I mean, I... you know, I'm hopeful. I mean, we saw obviously, unfortunately, there was a little bit of, deba- of a debacle over the past couple uh, years with Beckett with like the the new grading scale. And they came out with this new logo that wasn't supposed to be rolled out. And they rolled out a couple things on accident almost. Uh, so, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Isaacson going to be the new Beckett CEO. Uh, pretty excited to see kind of what he has in store, if he plans on making a little bit of a change to Beckett or if it's kind of going to be uh, just improving the stuff that they have already going. The last topic I have on the agenda, the last topic I have for the show today is going to be a Topps tennis product that there has been some more information that has come out. And I think the most interesting part about the about the product is that it's being labeled as a 2021 product. So uh, Cardboard Connection was the first person that I saw put out information. There hasn't been a checklist that i've seen put out but there is it's labeled 2021 tops chrome tennis which i think it was you know obviously things kind of time goes pretty quickly so it could have been a couple months ago could have been a couple weeks ago at this point but tops announced that they were going to be uh bringing on essentially the license for tennis uh, and it says on on Cardboard Connection, it says years in the making, 2021 Tennis Tops Chrome arrives well into 2023. Uh, it's going to be Tops's first Chromium Tennis release. Uh, like I said, Tops brought on the license for whatever. I think it's I forget the exact uh, acronym for whatever the tennis the players association and tennis is. But they brought on that them as a partner. And I think the reason they are. I think the reason they're going with 2021 is because they're trying to get the Carlos Alcatraz card as a rookie card, basically, um, some of the other tennis products we've seen, there was a 2019 Tops uh, Hall of Fame tennis product that had the, um, eh, I think it was Naomi Osaka, I think it was, the, yeah, with Naomi Osaka, her first rookie card, it doesn't have a, other than probably, there's probably some sort of... Um, Sports Illustrated for kids card for her, but it doesn't have a rookie card logo, but it is her first card in a Topps product. There was also a 2020 Topps Transcendent, and then it looks like there was a 2022 Topps Rising Aces retrospective. Um, But like I said, I think the 2021 the reason why they're using 2021 is because they're trying to get Carlos Alcatraz in the product, which that I mean, you know, I know we have Victor uh, who is pretty into into rookie cards, into the rookie card speculation uh, in terms of what is and isn't a rookie card. So it's like, I think that this is going to be an interesting conversation if he ends up being in this product and if he's end up being categorized as a rookie is the Carlos Alcatraz 2023 product, but it's actually 2021. Does that actually count as his rookie? Because there was a, a Net Pro set that came out. One of their first sets, sets uh, uh, one of their first tennis sets they've come out with in quite some time, they actually came out with the Carlos Alcatraz, and that was the first licensed card of his. So if Topps is coming in and trying to release a retrospective rookie, it's kind of interesting, but I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen. We're still waiting on the checklist, so uh, I suppose we'll be waiting for that, but the is going to be one of the first tops Chrome tennis products coming out in the next few weeks. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed, hit us up on socials at Hobby News Daily on Twitter and Instagram, and let us know what you thought about today's episode. Also, make sure to check back to HobbyNewsDaily.com because our site has officially launched and our wonderful staff of writers are publishing articles new every single day.